0: hello beautiful listeners welcome to cmt podcast my name is Shanze Rosa, and i'll be hosting this episode on determining district 19's me today i have been joined with a representative of Karachi's community Art interactive hub center call it what you will but uh, before i keep rambling to the point where it really makes no sense let me introduce the guest where she'll be she'll best represent the hub so uh hi how are you doing today
1: hello how are you? Thank you so much for having me on this
0: podcast. Yes, of course. So glad to have you. And yeah, I'm doing well. Um, really psyched to be interviewing you and in the hub because this is really new, fairly new for in Pakistan. Uh, it's really cool to be providing a space for youth and very art-based. And that's what I want to get to is that art <laughs> isn't too much what is uh, supported or, you know, um, it's not at priority for are you to explore in but uh yeah all right so uh first question i have for you is who's behind this who's the mastermind who is the founder and what do you guys call yourself are you entrepreneurs are you business women and men like what is it
1: so we're just a bunch of creatives uh sitting in this creative hub uh district 19 is a creative hub based in karachi pakistan and uh The founder of this creative hub is Asim Al-Haq, and he is the genius and the mastermind behind all this. It's all his ideas that we just keep implementing day in, day out. And uh, the reason we started this was because we never had a safe space for, let's say, creatives, where they could be rebellious and as out of the box as possible. That's what we try to promote, but in a safer way, because obviously we're still in Pakistan, and we just can't do anything over the top. But uh, it's a nice whole vibe that we made over here uh, we also have offices so in the daytime we've given uh, offices on a maybe on a yearly contract for different creatives so right beside me I'm sitting in my office right now so right beside me is a director she's a female director and she does like TVCs and ad forms and stuff and she has an office here uh, two containers down me is another office of event planning we have an art director sitting over here. We have a director and ad agency over here. So there are little, uh, little corners that we give it to different creatives. And the daytime, everybody just meets at the cafe, which we call the grind. Um, there are a lot of creatives coming in and going because everybody has different clients and different uh, people to meet. So it's it's typically that anybody who walks in someone's office would know somebody down <laughs> two containers, and so it becomes like a big collaborated effect. Um, and it becomes like a creative synergy where everybody sits down and has like a coffee, has a meeting, uh, we do trainings and seminars, so a lot of corporates, a lot of creative corporates, like let's say Red Bull, other uh, ad agencies, uh, they take up the space for trainings and seminars, we also do master classes because we felt that there was a big space that wasn't given to people who wanted to maybe give back to the creative society. So let's say you could be a pioneer in acting or singing or maybe even like you know lyrics, a lyricist would not know how to give back to what he's learned over the years. So we make that kind of a space over here where young and the youth, basically the creative youth can come in and learn from the pioneers of that creative industry and give back to society so that they can know, so they know exactly what, how they went wrong about certain things they learned. And that is something that you don't get uh, to learn in colleges and universities because everybody does things by the book so this becomes like a free space where people can do different things on the side you could even be a university going student and you could come to district 19 on the weekend and learn something new we have (laughs) so i can go on and on and on about it because you know uh, i finally found a place where i can actually talk for hours about and uh, I think there are other like-minded people just over here as well who can go on about District 19 because uh, of the amazing work that has been portrayed of Society from this platform. And we've learned so much over the years, even over the months, as to how to handle this. And uh, it's just a safe space for creative youth. I can go on about the creative
0: youth. <laughs> that's true. No, it's very true. You can definitely go on. I think that's because Um, One, we've been so deprived of uh, really the arts exploration and collaborating and understanding and understanding ourselves where you're just so excited to really express and explain what this community is. It really is a community that you guys have built with, uh, from the founders to the youth coming in and sharing their kind of like creative drive and everything. That's so beautiful. I want to learn a little bit about... um, time district 19 came to be what does the beginning stages of that look like and where does that kind of sit in the timeline how far back does that go
1: the space that was over here was actually an ice factory couple like years ago okay and uh then it became into this architectural uh amusement <laughs> where they put containers and they set it up and that was done 2016 but it's a, it was an ad agency and they had taken up the space and then uh this was in 2016 and then basically district 19 came into being in 2019 sorry 2020 actually in COVID when it became operational and uh, that's what we opened in COVID, and uh we are still standing on our feet in COVID, So, uh, the journey has been long because 2020 was this last year, but we've been through so many things uh, throughout the whole year with lockdowns and SOPs and COVID and public gatherings, but now we've made such a safe space that, you know, even if we have to shut down for a couple of weeks or a couple of days with the COVID situation, Everybody's very understanding, everybody's very cooperative, everybody's very um, respectful because they know that once we open doors again, it's going to be a happy place to be. So uh, the support that we get is amazing and we've never had a backlash or we've never had any negative thing going for us, Alhamdulillah. So um, it's just, you know, that's what's it been a good year.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. That's really important for any uh, company, brand, any social group that they're, whoever they're providing to is understanding because once that isn't there in the equation, it collapses. It doesn't matter how good your product is. It doesn't matter. So that's so important that the community uh, Is yeah. really understanding of that and mindful
1: yeah. okay no i think that it, it really depends on who you're catering to and uh you are not uh, like you're not supposed to deal with it alone and there are always two sides to a point there are always two things that have to go together and we have to this together so if we can't do this alone we have a space but it, it doesn't become a space without people in it and the response that we get from our audiences equal as to what we offer is what they bring to the table as well so it literally becomes a beautiful collaboration of both sides and that's how district 19 is and is supposed to run throughout the years as well
0: absolutely yeah well said uh, you mentioned a little bit of master classes that that's something you provided you had the space for it so you thought why not could you elaborate a little bit on what that means and also what other activities you kind of provide and facilitate in district 19
1: Yeah, so masterclasses are basically uh, maybe a short class. It's not supposed to be a weekly thing or a monthly thing. It it just becomes like a three-hour class or a session with a mentor. And they they basically just go through uh, ideas and different interests and different experiences. And uh, it, it it becomes like a TED Talk, but more on the educational side. So, uh, we've had a couple of classes like this throughout the year. So when we were in COVID and everything was under lockdown for about four months in Karachi, Pakistan, we started uh, and we didn't have a team. So it was just basically me and one more person and we basically started doing online classes. So we did Zoom with we had an art direction course for about a day, then we had a full journalism class for a day. Uh, The response we got was crazy because, um, you know, online sessions were still going on, people were still getting used to learning things online, and District 19 wasn't so um, out there uh, back then. Uh, But we had about good enough students to learn different things that weren't being taught uh, maybe on a general level. So we had uh, our, our direction class, we had a photojournalist master class. We had, um, okay, so this <laughs> this was, was big for us because we had about 45 to 50 kids for this one. Uh, there was an, a DOP, Director of Photography, who had just come in from Turkey and he had come for a project to Pakistan and he was doing that and in the midst of it, we got to talk and we basically brought him into district and he taught um, a three-hour session of photography to the kids and he had since he was born in bred and turkey so he had different experiences he had different uh, ways to do things he had uh, different ideas but the whole collaborated effect with maybe somebody else coming that is not from your land uh, coming into district and teaching something new and tricks and tips that that weren't so common um, that was the whole. That was exactly what we, why we started the masterclass program. Is because uh, when you bring someone new to the mix and you give them a platform, that's when you learn something new, right? The whole concept that we started with masterclasses was that because um, all these big, uh, let's say, stars, they don't have a platform to give back to the to the youth, right? What I was saying was that the masterclass program was started in a way where people could give back to society, could give back to the youth. And that's what we have been trying to do for the past year, uh, just to maybe tap different genres of the creative field, from, let's say, photojournalism to art direction to photography. We just had an acting masterclass by one of our legends in Pakistan. His name is Adnan Siddiqui. And uh, he has done, like, projects all over the world. And uh, he is an icon. Right, So, listening to him for three hours and uh, maybe getting some tips from him as to where he started, how he did it, what was his failure that he could give back and say that, you know, you guys shouldn't do this. That was something important to learn because you wouldn't meet Adnan Szeekhi anywhere. You no, know? You just see him on TV. There was no approachability, there was no connection, there was no personal touch to it. But that being done at the trip was big because you became connected to him on a personal level, right? So that person, that personal touch was needed from maybe a a young creative to a mentor, and that was the whole concept of a masterclass. So besides masterclasses, we do public and you know public events as well. We have an amazing uh, sound recording studio um, that is in house. It's called Demo Music Room. And uh, we give, so anything related to music and uh, instrumentalists and vocalists, uh, the demo music room becomes a big platform. So we have a sound recording studio. There are a lot of auditions that happen uh, three times a week. We get a lot of kids coming in and, you know, uh, jamming and, you know, uh, using their instruments that we've never even heard of. So, they basically create music, and then if we, you know, they want a bigger platform, then we also have, like, a Friday weekender, so they come out and they play, and then we have big bands coming in, uh, you know, like Kashmir, we've had Karakaram, we've had Neon, we've had Komaria, which is a Peshawar-based band, which is, uh, Peshawar is, like, a little bit to the north uh, of Pakistan, and they were in Karachi, and uh, they performed with their local instruments, and these instruments are not used in... Let's say they are uh, the local instruments of that region and they use those instruments and they played for about two hours. So it was just like, you know, there's so much to do over here. Like in the daytime, you're working, you're working on projects and you're meeting people. And in the nighttime, you just sit at the cafe, call the grind, you have a coffee, you meet different creatives, you think of different projects. And in the nighttime, you have a concert. So, <laughs> So we are always, always busy. So when the lockdown happens, uh, that's our downtime. That's when we plan the two weeks ahead, and it's good that you know you have to be safe and you have to uh, really like you know take that downtime to relax and just figure out you know how can we do this more better because obviously when you have when you have this kind of a business events and everything you don't have the time to sit down and just you know plan like maybe a next month ahead because you're so busy so the day goes by really fast. So the downtime is when you have the lockdown and you sit and you relax and you think about what's happening in the next month. And um, that's that's how we've been doing things for
0: the past year. So cool. Um, as you mentioned, there is a lot happening at The Hub. Um, there's so much going on with people going in and out and exploring and you guys provide so many things. You have a cafe that's so cool. Provides a very like indie feel, makes you feel like a main character. Um, <laughs> So for anyone who hasn't been yet, but is considering to go, can you further explain a little bit what the culture feels like? Because it, 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 there's a lot going on for sure. But for someone who hasn't gone in physically, maybe it's a little too hard to visualize and understand what it actually feels like. If you could for me a little bit.
1: So in like small words, it is for the rebellious mind you would probably not see a lot of things on a daily that you might see at a district. And uh, the funny part or that the irony of this is that the location that we have is, um, is an industrial area. So this is not the typical area where everybody hangs out on a daily. This is not DHA or let's say Clifton. Some words might be familiar to some of the Pakistani listeners. This is in Kurangi and it's an industrial area and this is where, you know, people are getting creeped out and going in the daytime or even in the nighttime, right? And uh, when they walk in, they don't know that they are in Kurangi and in Karachi because the vibe and uh, the space, it speaks for itself so initially once we started uh, having events uh, nobody knew that we existed so slowly and steadily we would tell everybody it's in Karangi, I know it's an industrial area, just you know, just come here and every time a new person would walk in they would stand out because they would be just they would just be in amazement <laughs> for like 10 seconds and just looking at the space and, and saying that we never knew this existed and so that is the vibe that we go for. That that shock, that cultural shock that you don't get on a daily um, anywhere, in any space, in Karachi or even Pakistan, that is what we do. So, on uh, a typical day, you would just probably walk in, uh, you would uh, hear the demo uh, sound recording studio, something's happening inside, there's always an audition, someone's coming to jam, someone's singing, and uh, you probably find a lot of creatives sitting at the cafe, you know, having a coffee. Uh, in the evening time uh the lights come on and it's even more prettier and uh, there's always an acoustic night or there's always a comedy night we do hip-hop and um, we do dance classes as well on saturdays so you might find some dancers sitting and just chilling after a class uh we also had recently another party that was interested in event planning so they had a lot of kids coming in to learn their event planning course So those people came out and sat at the cafe so you would have different genres of creativity sitting in one space even in the evening times which is the whole point of the district 19 as a creative hub so you would find and you would most likely know someone or you would actually make friends with someone from your industry at the district 19 that was the whole point
0: so cool all right so i'm gonna read a quote uh, a statement you have on your page um and then i'm gonna give a little comment or question about it it goes like um mm-hmm. As a creative hub, we want to break down barriers between industry professionals and budding artists. So this is a statement you have on your website, and it's hard to ignore. Why is this a statement that you are trying to push so hard? For the longest time, people have been trying to keep that barrier and kind of make it a stronger barrier. They don't want the two worlds to collide. So why is that your goal?
1: Because you see, at the end of the day, even if it's a nine to five job or it's uh, corporate culture, it's just sort of working, right? So why not? make it a fun working culture why not make it more creative why not uh, move on from what we've been doing for the past hundred years and adapt to a new where everybody goes home happy why not make it as fun that you might want to actually get to work on time and actually want to do your work <laughs> why not make that safe space where you don't call it work but you just call it going to district 19 right <laughs> that's what i do because i've stopped calling it work because it's not work Uh, Every time someone asks me where you are, I just say I'm at District 19. Even though I run the space and I'm the hub manager, I don't call it work. And that is what we're trying to break because there has to be a new ecosystem because the generation is changing. The way that we do things are changing. You know, feminist rights to different rights in Pakistan, the way we look at things, things are evolving. So why don't we evolve our working methods? Why don't we give those weekends off and, you know, Make a space that is more fun and that is more easy to work with. Uh, you know, you could you don't have to sit in a, a cafe to have a pizza. Uh You don't have to come to work on time just for your, you know, your conferences and all that. You can still do that at home. So it has to be a culture where it's easy and it's more fun and it's more, um, you know, relatable. I mean. Uh, Back in the day, I used to see my mom and dad go to work like exactly 8 a.m. in the morning and they would come home tired at 5, right? But the creative industry, at least in Pakistan, they work in odd timings. They don't uh, they don't follow the corporate culture, right? And the corporate culture is good because, you know, obviously, like I said, you need two sides to work things out, right? You need the second party to work with you to create that, let's uh, say, communication, Right you do need a corporate culture, you do need rules, you do need professionalism, but if the if, by the end of the day, if you're getting the job done with your own set of rules and the way you work and the way you do things, I think the target is met, hasn't it? Because the whole point of you coming to work is to get a project done or get a task done or get your you know deadlines met. If you're doing that in a, in a fun way or in a more chilled out way, it doesn't really matter, right? So... That was, and then obviously community-wise, um, you don't have a space, like you obviously, in, in at least in Karachi, in Pakistan, you have buildings, and every office has their own floor, and they basically maybe just meet in the elevator, and they just, you know, chit-chat and stuff, and that goes on in any part of the world, you just have buildings and stuff. This, this way, we have a community, right? So even if I'm lacking somewhere, I need help, I can just literally go to my neighbor and just be like, you know, this is the problem. Can we, you know, figure it out? I have this project. Let's work on it together. Let's collaborate. Let's make, think of creative ways to do this together. And that's how we've been working for the past year as well. So the whole concept of community building, because my, my tenants are different creatives as well, but they might not work the way I do. But if we're sitting in one space and working together, we basically are a community. So that is the whole point of breaking those barriers, because you can draw the line, but it's time to erase the line and work together, which is what we've been trying to do uh, typically in any aspect of life. So why not from the creative side as well?
0: Absolutely, 100%. And I see you guys making that change. Um you guys are, in fact, making that change um, for the better and forever, so that's really cool. Um, so mind me sounding like a broken record and an aunt right now, but um, <laughs> my question is uh, from the perspective of maybe the criticizing family members or whatever from our society, um, why? Why do all of this? What are you really providing in a space for youth to collaborate? Why is it so crucial for the young mind to um, kind of immerse in the artistic side of things and why do you as a company or individually value this so much because i think
1: creative is, a, is, is our future creativity is the future and uh the reason we started this was because there was no space to there was no space that we had to do something on the weekend we didn't have a space where you could maybe go for a gig uh. You will just have a public space, maybe sometimes run it out for a gig. We don't have uh, a coffee, a sound recording studio, uh, an office space all in one as a community. We didn't have that. So that was something new that we started in the market. Uh, secondly, the reason that we have to do this and we have to do it right because most of our generation, like I speak for my generation, uh, I saw a very big shift from the last generation to this generation was that most of my friends and most of the people I know are in the creative industry, right? Uh, Joe, uh, the the first thing that we would hear, you either have to be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer. I don't have any of these three in my group, right? I have, like, a fashion designer. I have, like, a, a graphic designer. I have an architect. I have an interior designer. So all, like... The shift happened, most of the guys and the girls, no matter what gender they belong to, they are moving towards the creative side. And that's where the money is. Because, you know, it's your skill, It's your own hours. Everybody likes to be artistic. And with the help of social media, you can actually get work. So why not do that? And then obviously the money is good. You get flexible hours. You get to show your skill, And the creative industry is booming right now. I mean, from art directors to photographers to architects, uh, we are in that boom as we speak. So why not amp? Like, why not amp that up by providing a space where people can come together and collaborate and innovate? So that was, to me, was a personal agenda because we don't have that those spaces anymore. We used to have one creative hub, which has become a little non-existent right now. Uh, so. That was that's bad. That was back in the day, but now when I think about it, and it makes me feel like it makes me proud. When I talk to my friends, they always say that you know we don't have a we don't have a creative space, and they always remind me like you have the shift nineteen. So that you know that setting that benchmark was our first um, objective, and now slowly and steadily things are falling into place, and people are recognizing it as a hub
0: that we are. Okay, you win. I can't fight against that. <laughs> so well presented no absolutely no family member no one can criticize no one can go (laughs) against the statement that you've made well said all right so speaking of future and this a near end in our episode i want to ask you my final question are we ready yes all right i want to ask you from what you can provide and disclose what does the future for you guys look like what do you have lined up for us what can we be excited about the
1: future okay so the future is more international collaboration, uh more affiliations with different universities uh, abroad because i feel like we still have a very big market that we have been uh, targeted which is uh students that can't afford to go and get international degrees international diplomas international recognition anywhere so maybe if we can't bring like, let's say, a thousand people abroad, we can bring one person over here and teach those thousand people and teach them those tricks and techniques that they might not be able to learn on their own. So maybe, maybe you know, bringing a teacher from, let's say, New York Film School and uh, coming in and making them teach maybe a three-month course here, maybe, a like, a six-month course here, Um, you know, going to a different art school in maybe the UK and bringing them some kind of affiliations over here. So the goal is to go international because... We have a huge market that we haven't um, really haven't tapped into, and that is international exposure. Because a lot of kids, a lot of uh, you know creatives, they don't have um, they don't have the the way to get to something uh, or to do something internationally. They don't have the medium. So since we are a hub, and it is our right to provide them that platform, internet. Bringing international affiliations from different colleges and universities to teach them something over here in different genres of the creative industry, that is the goal for at least the next five years.
0: So exciting. Yeah. I couldn't have even thought that that was a goal that you guys had set up, but I'm so excited for you. I'm excited for the team at District Pakistan and anything else in between that's to come your way because you guys surely deserve it, 100%. Thank you so much for taking out the time to talk to me and speak on the really exciting stuff to come from you so thank you
1: thank you so much for featuring district 19 um i know we're still small on a global level but bringing us all the way to your podcast and giving us that that platform to talk about what we do and how we do it thank you so much for giving us the limelight
0: of course of course and i hope nothing but the best for you guys so you guys better follow up on their instagram and if you reside in pakistan you better check it out Alright, beautiful listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I'll catch you in the next one.
1: Bye!